0: Hey, it's Bob Stauffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X.ca on Oilers Radio 630 Chat.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer with you and Oilers now. We've heard from uh, Peter Shirelli today, Louis Dubrovsk, Mark Spector. We are live in Dallas at the uh, NHL Entry Draft. Uh, Shirelli doing his availability today. And uh, we're pleased to be joined on the line right now as we head off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline with the NHL Network's Brian Lawton, uh, who was once the general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning and uh, way back in 1983 was the number one pick in the NHL entry draft. Brian, how you doing?
2: I'm doing fantastic, Bob. How are you doing?
1: Uh, better than Argentina. They are down 2-0 <laughs> now to Croatia. That's a spoiler <laughs> alert. Oh, wait. I didn't give people a spoiler alert, but uh, Luka Modric has just uh, scored a screamer from about uh, 35 yards out, and Lionel Messi, probably the best player in the world. Uh, these Argentinians are they a very emotional team, you know? Uh, dating all the way back to, they had a pretty good guy in the uh, mid-80s who uh, won them a World Cup in 1986. But uh, he didn't sustain it for a long time. Anyways, that's soccer. This is hockey. Uh, hey, uh, Peter Shrelly did his availability today. What a difference a year makes. A year ago at this time brian peter was uh in the process with todd mcclellan flying from the nhl awards into chicago for the nhl draft the others were coming off a 47 win 103 point season uh mcclellan up for coach of the year peter selected by his peers as executive of the year um and a year later you know at the nhl awards taylor hall wins the mvp matt barzell a player edmonton theoretically could have selected at 16 had they not made the ryan trade he wins the rookie of the year uh I guess that's
2: the business, isn't it? It certainly is, Bob. Nobody's going to call them all right, that's for sure. But uh, it's definitely not been a great run for Peter or the Edmonton Oilers most recently here. But as I said, nobody gets them all right. You just want to make sure in the end you get more right than wrong. And that's his task right now, how to get this thing back on course, how to maybe convince or uh, get the fans. In edmonton to believe in what they're doing again you know a lot of guys say it doesn't matter it does matter it absolutely matters you want your fan base behind you it's a powerful weapon and tool that every team needs to find success in this league and uh, i don't see why he won't get there bob but uh, yes what a difference a year makes
1: you were in tampa bay in uh, a unique situation uh, they they had won the cup in 04 and then you guys went in there and they had I mean, let's not forget Stephen Stamkos was the uh, number one overall pick at the uh, 2008 draft. And then a year later, uh, Edmund went second in 2009 to Tampa Bay. Uh, but that was Tampa Bay. And with all due respect to Tampa Bay, there's not a two-hour show every day on the radio called Lightning Now. Uh, there's not a highly critical uh, blogosphere that. Uh, picks apart the decision to buy out Eric Greiva. <laughs> Second year of a deal. <laughs> uh, so it is a different animal in a Canadian market, isn't it?
2: Uh, it absolutely is. And, and uh, I understand you're being somewhat facetious, but the reality is is that, no, it's not nearly as pressurized, and yet there's pressure in every market. You, you put pressure on yourself as much as anything. And rest assured, Peter Shirelli, I don't think he's... Uh, You know, he's certainly not a very happy guy right now. He's not happy where the team ended up. Uh, He's not happy that he had to let go a lot of really good people. Um, That's the nature of it, too. And uh, he knows that there's a lot of work to be had. But he's also been through these types of things before, and I think he'll
1: be able to handle it just fine in the end. Former Lightning general manager, uh, one of the top agents in the business himself, a number one pick in the NHL uh, draft, Brian Lawton doing some work with the NHL Network here at the draft. So is, is, it, a, is it a completely different world even over the last 10 years because of the, some of the changes in the CBA, because you've got to have players uh, producing on entry-level deals and that sort of thing? And and part two of that is are there fewer mistakes made ever than before on top-end picks uh, at the draft because of the amount of information that's available?
2: absolutely agree on that. I mean, uh, there's still mistakes made, right? If we go through the last, say, we can go through Connor's draft in 15. You know, uh, Dylan Strome, he was the third pick that year behind Eichel in front of Mitch Marner, if my memory serves me correctly. Um, You know, would you say that's a mistake? And I'm picking that draft because it's far enough back where you can start to see at least where players are headed. Uh, Noah Hannifin was he the best D in that draft, even though he was picked right after Marner, ahead of Provorov and Wierenski? Yeah, there's still mistakes, but for the most part, it is a much more solid process than it used to be, and it's resulted in much better results for the teams. Uh, Just going back, say, the last six drafts, you're talking about, we're going to test our memory here, Heshire, is he the best player for the draft last year? He was picked one. Elias Peterson looks like he's got a lot of potential. There's some other guys in there, but maybe. Austin Matthews his year. Yeah, Patrick Liney was great. That's an example. Obviously, Connor, his year in 15. we got to keep going here, Bob. You might have to help me out. 14.
1: 2014, uh, Eckblad went Aaron, one.
2: Aaron, right.
1: Dreisaitl went three. Reinhardt, Reinhardt yeah. went two, and Dreisaitl went three. So I'd say the Oilers did pretty good in that draft year, getting uh, Leon at number three.
2: We could make a case that he was the best player so far. That's only 14. Before that, it was McKinnon, Barkov, Drew, and Jones. I remember that well because...
1: Yeah, I remember the Yakupov draft draft of 2012, and he was the consensus guy in that pick, uh, in that draft here at number one.
2: Uh, He was, and really none of the top four guys, if my memory serves me correctly on that one, necessarily uh, have been... Maybe the dominant players that we've seen in other years: uh, Riley, Truba, Lindholm. those are guys that are in the top ten, right? So Riley going oh, five,
1: uh, yeah. You know, Lindholm six and Truba ninth. So uh, some, you know, some of those other defensemen have supplanted Murray at two, and um, I guess Galchenyuk went Reinhardt. third that year, and Reinhart went four. So we, we we try not to talk much about Griffin Reinhardt these days on a show called uh, Oilers Now. So I guess the question, are we getting better at it, or do you still think there's – and there's drafting the player, and then there's also handling and developing the player as well, right?
2: Uh, That's right. That's right. And that's a more critical part than ever. That part wasn't really existent when I was a player. And uh, I wasn't a great player. I still found a way to play roughly 500 games in the NHL, and I don't blame anybody else. But player development, I I take responsibility. Player development – Um, It was non-existent back then. And now there's a number of clubs that do it very well. And we usually don't see it with maybe these top guys as much. It's the guys underneath, the guys that you see come along that spend maybe more time back in junior or college or Europe, then come over, then go through the minor leagues where it it is a lot stronger than it's ever been. And. you know, the, the Griffin-Reinhardt, you know, Yakupov, um, the Yakupov draft, that's an anomaly. If, you know, if we're looking, we just went over the last six. And the other ones, I think it's been really true, and it speaks to what you're saying that we are better at it uh, now than we used to be in terms All of drafting right. high-end players.
1: We're joined by Brian Lawton, and Bob Stauffer with you on orders now. It's 144 at Edmonton uh, down in Dallas. Uh, Brian will be working this draft coming up. Brian, I'd like to get some thoughts. Uh, Rasmus Darlene, is it a, very, a favorable comparison, do you think, to Victor Hedman?
2: Uh, he, is, he doesn't defend right now as well as Victor certainly did uh, at that time. He's not as big a man offensively though i think he's got a lot more potential than victor and victor you know he has crested 70 points he is the norris champion right now a winner so um that's pretty lofty goals but i'm thinking really lofty things for rasmus Stalin when it's all said and done he to me reminds me of another guy in alberta not too far away from you johnny Gaudreau the way he handles the puck in traffic, which we very, very rarely see for a defenseman. I am very high on Darlene. I think he's going to be sensational. And, uh, you know, it won't be easy to be better than Victor Hedman because he's really been remarkable in his career, but he has the potential to reach a higher ceiling, in my opinion.
1: Interesting. Uh, Svechnikov has separated, I think, a bit here over Zadina and uh, Brady Kachuk. It wouldn't surprise me if Zadina dropped a couple spots. Um, Should we be concerned about the Russian factor with Svechnikov, or does the fact that he's been over in North America the last few years kind of mitigate against that?
2: Uh, He's shown very well in his interviews. I have not heard anybody It's been brought up, but I haven't heard anybody that really feels like it could be a huge detriment for him, to be fair. He has separated himself from the other guys, and yet um, there's no guarantee he'll be the the next best player behind Darlene. But uh, he's pretty good. I would feel really strong if I was Carolina about that pick. I wouldn't hesitate to make it. And I like a lot of other guys in this draft, but uh, I think this kid's tremendous. I think he's got uh, big-time, all-around skills, uh, but he's a finisher, and that's something that even for a winger in today's league, uh, it's critical. So I'm pretty high on Swetchnikov as well.
1: Brian, do you think the draft really gets going at number three with Montreal?
2: I do. I do. I mean, I look at the Montreal Canadiens, Bob, and honestly – uh, you know, they're they're lined up to have a fantastic draft, which you might say, well, that's fantastic. That's great. I mean, they've got the third pick, the 35th, the 38th, uh, the 56th, the second, 62nd, the 66th, five picks in the top 60, uh, excuse me, six picks in the top 66. But when I look at the roster that they have with Pacioretty, Shea Weber, Carey Price, um, It doesn't really fit. I feel like they're upside down. And and I say that because if they were an elite team right now, I'd be fine with it and I'd be raving about it. But because they're not, they have to make a decision as to who they are or where they are as an organization right now. And that's going to be tough when you talk about those three main components they have on their existing roster because they do not fit with maybe rebuilding the club through this draft, which I think is a fabulous idea if you have an owner and a fan base that would
1: be patient for them. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting situation with the Montreal Canadiens, uh, the Ottawa Senators. Oh, Pierre Dorian, I mean, the, the whole, you name it, whatever can has uh, gone wrong has gone wrong in Ottawa. Um, you uh, Noah Dobson is, is sitting there playing in the, in the Quebec League, and the head scout for the, the Senators is uh, is based uh, in, in the Atlantic. Do other organizations look at that sort of thing in terms of trying to you know figure out from a competitive intelligence perspective who's going to select who, where?
2: Uh, you do. And in Tampa, we had um, Jim Hammett, who was, I don't know how many miles away, technically, but Brett Conley was his favorite player right from the drop of the puck. That yep. he, kept, he kept saying, Brett Conley, Brett Conley. And Brett Conley was located close to him. He was a guy he saw all the time. I got it. Um, But it used to irritate me just a little bit because at the beginning of the season, you know, I would have thought at that particular season, we'd pick maybe, you know, 10 to 15. As it was, we ended up picking six. And at times we looked like we might pick higher than that. So, you know, it always irritated me that we were kind of focused in on one guy because of his proximity. You got to fish in a bigger pond than that.
1: Well, uh, I I bumped into Jim Hammond on the plane. He played for the Saint Albert uh, Saints uh, in Edmonton uh, with uh, Greg Parks, who passed away a couple of years ago, and he's uh, been a long time uh, NHL scout. And I, I, I've always found that interesting. Like, can you can you read a bit? And I just look at Ottawa, and that makes me wonder whether or not if the Canadians take Cockinami at three, if Dobson ends up going four uh, to uh, to Ottawa. Uh, One final question for Brian Lawton from the NHL Network. Brian, uh, less relevant than ever before in terms of size on the back end, and I'm thinking of Quinn Hughes, uh, possibly Ty Smith of Spokane Chiefs, uh, Adam Boquist out of Sweden. Uh, Have we seen that the game has moved in the other direction to the regard that it has?
2: I think we have 100%. You know, it's funny. When you when it comes to the draft, you want to be on top of these things. And yet, when I look Mac with a macro view, right? Really, what Peter Shirelli is trusted with is you have to have a read of the market, Bob. Like what what you know? Speed right now, we're overpaying for speed. I know everybody loves speed. I'm telling you right now in the National Hockey League, teams are overpaying for it all over the board. It's the Willie Mitchell types on the back end. That are really out of favor. It's the Michael Kempneys who we saw have an incredible run with the Washington Capitals, uh, and we could also take a look at Vegas when we see how well McNabb played for them. You know, so you got to be on top of all facets when you're a GM. It, it, to me, that's what I'm watching for this summer: is how teams read the tea leaves. That's what Peter is getting paid the big bucks for, and that's what he needs to come through on the team is to have a really great read on what's going on in the National Hockey League so he can get this organization back on track where it should be when you really have three guys, and I throw Darnell Nurse into that group, that are, are potential pillars for the club. We could even, of course, include Camp Talbot. I'm excluding him maybe because of his age, but they got enough good pieces there where the future should be really bright. You've got to make the right decisions. You've got to have a great read on the league.
1: I'm going to make you laugh to end this conversation, Brian. This text comes to us from Dan and Sylvan Lake. He says, "Hey Bob, coincidentally, my draft year was 1983, as well as Brian's. Unfortunately, I sucked." That one comes to us from Dan and Sylvan Lake. Now, I was an eighty Brian. I was an eighty-four draft, and I lacked the speed, talent, agility, coordination, discipline, toughness, and character to have uh, those. Those. If I had had one more, maybe two more of those, I might have been in the mix. There it might have been Mario, Kirk, Muller and me at three. Uh, great. We look forward to seeing you down in the lobby, okay? Good stuff, Bob. We'll see you down there. Thanks. All right, time. awesome. That's Brian Lawton from the NHL Network. We're going to take a quick timeout and wrap up Oilers now.
0: When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place: ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100 authentic, hand signed memorabilia so, no matter who you cheer for, Pro Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 154 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. Let's go to List in Oilers History, brought to you by New West
1: Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. June 21st, 2003, the Emmett Oilers trade their first-round pick, number 17, to New Jersey for the Devils' first and second-round picks. The Devils draft Zach Parisi. The order got Mark antoine Pouliot and J.F. Jacques. That's this day in order's history brought to you by Newest Travel. They got travel deals for weddings, honeymoons, golf packages and employee corporate reward trips. Call the friendly staff at West Travel 780-432-7446 or online Travel.com. The best pizza in the city still making a great Royal Pizza multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. 48 years Edmonton owned and operated. Royal Pizza. Pizza passes so much more for menu and locations visit royalpizza.ca tonight inside sports uh, i believe dave campbell is hosting again back in the studio one of his guests will be reed wilkins tomorrow courtesy of the river Curry resort casino elliot friedman will join us from dallas texas off to a global uh, news weather traffic update uh, brendan who is it with Hi. yeah with eileen bell doesn't say that on the script. And, uh, and then we've got the 6.30 chat afternoon news of Jayla Nine and Andrew Gross. Goodbye, everybody. Even you, Glenn the Brit.
0: offer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio 630 Ched.
1: How does Mazda sell?